Spirekin, my new movie review. Ah! Home Alone. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Spirekin Mini Movie Review. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and Merry Christmas! Hey, it's Greta. And we're back again for another fun-filled mini movie review where we talk about our initial responses for a new or recent film. But in this case, since it is the holidays, we're talking about some old school movies. And this one, we've both seen. Let's be honest. But we felt a like few times. This is one... I haven't seen in a while, so it's kind of cool to talk about this one. And if you have not watched this movie yet, I highly recommend it. But this is a movie that came out in, well, beforehand. Remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. Also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and all those other social media sites. Remember to like and subscribe. And now let's get to it. So the movie that we're talking about today came out all the way back in 1990. That is 20, no, 30 years ago. Holy shit. Yeah, we were both old enough to watch it when it came out. I saw it in theaters. I remember seeing this in theaters. I remember getting the VHS for this. I remember that Zorro would actually make fun of me for liking the Wet Bandits. Ah. Yeah, of course. But this is when we came out November 10th, 1990 uh, in Chicago. November 16th. Uh, it was... Budgeted at eighteen million, came out of four hundred and seventy-one point one million, which is amazing. This is directed by Chris Columbus, who we talked about earlier for doing a movie. So it's kind of cool to see him back again because he did Christmas Chronicles, and now this is the one that kind of started it all. But more importantly, this is a movie that was produced and written by the, that great auteur of movies from the seventies, eighties, and nineties, John Hughes. I think this also takes place in Sherman, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah, so this movie is starring Macaulay Culkin, Catherine O'Hare, John Hurd, Joe Pesci, and Daniel Stern. It's Home Alone. So, on the one hand, I'm like, have you never seen this movie before? Should we even talk about this? I think it still holds up. It's... So, basic premise. Um, Huge family... Goes on a trip and they forget one of their kids because he was being punished. And then... Well, there's a variety of things that happened. You know, the aunt and uncle are over. There's a cousin that's over. They're all going to Paris because somebody in the family was relocated there. So there's... You know, they're trying to make it... This is how a huge family can afford to fly everybody to Paris for Christmas. So there's a family tie there. There's, you know, people on top of people in this house... And the Macaulay Culkin's character, Kevin, you know, is the annoying little brother to everybody. And finally, he's kind of a little shit, let's be honest. He totally is. And he pushes the wrong buttons and gets he and his older brother get into a little bit of a fight, knock over some stuff. His passport gets thrown away by accident when they're cleaning up a mess. He gets sent to the attic with no dinner for misbehaving and speaking back. The power goes out. So everybody's alarm clocks don't go off. So the people show up to take them to the airport and the whole house is an uproar. And Kevin, our main character, Kevin McAllister gets left home. And the thing is beforehand, alone, he made a wish that I wish I didn't have a family. And everyone's gone, so he thinks the wish came true. He's all alone, so he's gonna have fun. Because the power went out, the phone cables are gone, they can't get in touch with them, and they realize, shit, we forgot Kevin. We're horrible parents. And, and this is no cell phones. Yep, no cell phone time. So, while this is going on, a group of 
burglars, nicknamed the Wet Bandits. You have Harry and Marv, who are casing places, and they figure that their uh, that the McAllister house is their major target. They're, that's the one they want. That's why they're doing this neighborhood. Peace de resistance. And it leads to Kevin having to defend the house against these two burglars. What will happen? Who knows? It There's is... a scary neighbor who has secretly a heart of gold. I forgot about the scary neighbor and a bunch of other things, but it's such a weird and fun and strange movie that totally would not hold up nowadays. It totally would. And they're actually remaking this. They are remaking this. It, it, the shooting got stopped after COVID-19. Because it's supposed to be coming out on Disney Plus, and it was going to have Archie Yates, Ellie Kemper, and Rob Delaney in this, and it's a new story, and kind of crazy. But this film, it's a institutional. It's one that you watch. Yes, uh-huh. and I don't know if it part of it is nostalgia of you know us being younger if that's why we like it so much or if it's just a great movie but i think like the my fate one of my absolute favorite scenes is when kevin macaulay culkin's character hosts a party in the house to to um to like get the robbers to think that there's everybody that's home and he's usually the mom's bust formed that she makes fixes dresses on she's they got the cutouts of 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 michael Michael jordan Jordan. and he's using the train set to move things around and i just absolutely love that scene also for slapstick violence this movie is crazy for it and there are actual videos on youtube of doctors saying these people would have died with all the things that had happened they would have died it's like taking a blowtorch to the skull would have killed you instantly like there's no question about it because it would have melted your brain. It'd be like that would have killed you. And yet, comedy. Yep, and yet comedy. So it's a fun little weird uh, movie that is strange and crazy. And this is the beginning of a franchise. The second one is unique. The third one we don't talk about. Also, fun cameo by John Candy in this movie. And um, think that's it. Does it for me? Yep, I think that's all we could talk about for this episode. I think it's a classic. We need to watch it every year. This one is a really, really, really effing cool. If you don't watch it now, your brain will freeze. Eyes will open. You'll be forfeit to the... Well... I think if you already own it on VHS, time to upgrade it to DVD. And if you don't own it now, you could watch it for free on Disney+. Plus. Not for free, but... Oh, also, fun fact. uh, The film Angels with Filthy Souls apparently is not a real movie. Hmm? Angels with 50 Souls is not a real movie. That is apparently made specifically for this movie. Tell me you love me, oh. baby. We love you. No, that's the next movie. This one's, sure, keep the change, you filthy animal. I'll give you to the count of ten. No, this is three. To count of three. One, two. <laughs> that's my sound effect for machine guns. Also, fun fact before we forget, originally... Chris Columbus almost refused to do this because he was still pissed off at working with Chevy Chase in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation because they hated each other on the role. Because, Interesting. Because Chevy Chase is a jerk. Anyway, 
So that is it for this episode. Uh, if you guys like this or know about it, let me know what you think. I'm your Hosan. I'm Greta. We're Gonsville. Catch you guys next time and keep watching movies. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs>